All right, you guys, welcome to season three, the new golden era of hip hop, 1995 to 1999. I'm your host, Rob Diggy, AKA Rob D in the place to be. So happy to have you all with us. I cannot believe they renewed me for another season. They don't fucked up and gave me another season, man. Can you believe that, man? Another 16 week run. Uh, oh man, so many blessings that we've had uh, from one break of a season to another. We've been featured in four magazines, you guys. We are just up and coming. Uh, matter of fact, today, as we are taping, it is March the 4th. Uh, we've just been featured in Entertainment Monthly's magazine as well. So many blessings to all of our followers, supporters, everyone that's been having our back from day zero. Mad love to all of you guys. I am so excited for this uh, next season here. And matter of fact, um, you know how we do, you know, in the African-American community, you know, we can't celebrate unless we have a little bit of hand dog. So just like I said in season one, round here in the African-American community, <laughs> we call this here a little henny hen hen. Well, y'all know the rest, how I go, man. Y'all already know how it is, man. I'm going to pour one up. And uh, my special guest today is someone you all have not met before. Uh, he is friend of the family. He is family to me. His name is Scotty Nolan, a.k.a. Scotty in the place to be. I'm going to bring Scotty in the building here with us, man. So let me bring this brother in for y'all to meet. Scotty, what's good, my dude? What's happening? Talk to the people, man. What's good, homie? What's good? What's good, everybody? We just sitting here chilling. Chilling, man. Good vibes. You know what I'm saying. It's all love. Salute to you, my brother. Another season. Uh, man, many blessings to you and your family, man. And and if y'all didn't know, uh, Scotty's family is like my family. Actually, it is my I wouldn't even say like. It is my family. And we'll talk about that at the end when we get to the shout-outs. Because uh, me and Scotty, we go back a few years. Uh, you know, got some good stories to tell, man. I love this brother. I just had no clue he was into hip hop as much as I am. So I am proud and privileged to have him on our platform today. And today, to start off season three, we are talking about the world famous 8-Ball and MJG. All right, so let me give you guys uh, some accolades about these two gentlemen. These brothers been friends since middle school. They go way, way back. They've been down since uh, Tykes in middle school. Uh, Eight Ball's real name is Premier, uh, Pre <laughs> Primrose Smith. MJG stands for Marlon Jermaine Godwin. If y'all didn't know that, that's what MJG stands for. Uh, we're going to be talking about them in the, the new golden era between 1995 and 1999. During that time span, they made three albums. The first album is On Top of the World, released in November 1995. Some of the songs that I picked out from that particular album is Kick That Shit, Top of the World. Everybody knows about Space Age Pimpin'. Uh, and then what they did is they went on a hiatus. They did a couple of solo projects. So MJG uh, made a solo project called No More Glory. He made a song called That Girl, which is kind of a spin on a Stevie Wonder song, which I like. like that a lot off that album. And then, of course, we have uh, Lost from 8-Ball. Uh, three CDs, three discs, a lot of music, a lot of material. Uh, went almost double platinum. Uh, that album was released in May of 1998. And then they decided to get back together and do in my in our lifetime which was released in may of 1999 some of the ones that i liked off of there uh one of my favorite m eight ball mdg songs of all time we don't give a fuck love hurts and throw your hands but one of the songs and i don't want scotty's opinion on this um one of the songs that i remember the most about eight ball and mjg is the old tila song show up that's like one of the first times i actually heard 
Ball and G on, on a Samba for man. So I want to get Scotty's opinion about that here in a little bit. But Scotty, do me a favor, my good sir, and uh, tell everybody when and how did you fall in love with hip hop? What is your story? Well, Rob, it's basically, you know, like we was talking about earlier. I'm in the sweet spot, age gap, you know, I'm 41. So basically, hip hop raised me. You know, it's the soundtrack to my life, basically. I feel that. As man. far as I can remember, it's been, you know, hip hop, you know, because in my day it was the videos, you know, we we got drawn in through the videos and the music, man. And hey, like I say, soundtrack to my life. Well, that's that's what's up, man. And like we talked about before we started taping, you know, 95 to 99 was my formidable years. The, the years that made me a man uh, was those five years. So these are my favorite five years in hip hop. So I'm going to have a lot of fun this season. This season going to be a blast. Uh, and I'm so happy to kick this off with Scotty, man, my homeboy down in Dallas, oh, Tejas. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, right, right there. You know how we do down there in Texas. I miss Texas a lot, man. But I'm up here in Kansas. Got to get this done. Y'all see my backdrop. We are paying homage to Ball and G, uh, virtually in Memphis, Tennessee, which is where they are from. And we're gonna kick this discussion off with the first question going to Scotty. And Scotty, the the first thing that I think about when I listen to Ball and G is like the like the, the grungy kind of Southern hip hop that you don't really hear in other parts of the South. Like it's different from Atlanta, it's different from Miami, it's different from New Orleans. Then you have Memphis, right? So Memphis kind of has its own kind of sound. So what is your opinion about the Memphis sound of hip hop? And I know Ball and G has a lot of influence on that. So what's your <coughs> opinion about this, the sound that they brought to hip hop? Well, uh, first of all, Memphis is a musical town. Mm. You know, it's a lot of heavy, heavy musical influence. It's ingrained in Memphis. You see what I'm saying? So the music is is only gonna come out in the album. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's that sound just of Memphis. You have a lot of the the guitar sound. You see what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, the do 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 all all of that. You see what I'm saying? That's that's fucking Memphis guitar playing, man. It just, it's just music ingrained. Yeah, it is, man. And and one of the things that we talked about um, off air was their very first album. Now I can't talk about the first album in this episode because there's a the time span, but their first album coming out hard, man. That's my favorite Eight Ball and MJG album, like period. Because to me, start to end, there's bangers all the way through. And to something that Scotty said, you guys, um, that a lot of hip hop heads can relate to this is when an artist makes their first album, they're so hungry, they want to polish it so well, that they come out swinging on the first album and then they kind of water it down as they go uh, along about their career. Ball and G didn't exactly do that, but that first album though, whoo, that first album is so goddamn tight, man. Like y'all need to go back and listen to Coming Out Hard if you get a chance. Uh, just go back and revisit your time in your life when you're listening to that. Uh, but we're going to focus on uh, Top of the World and Lost and uh, in our lifetime. So, Scotty, what were some of the songs that you resonated with during uh, your studies this week getting ready for this particular episode today? So what are some of the songs that you like off their catalog? Okay, out of that uh, Top of the World title track, Top of the World. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. of course, of course, friend or foe. You know that that was a banger. It's like like you say you you when you hear that when you hear that sound and that music, man, you just 
for me anyway. Yeah. It just sends me right back to that era or whatever I was doing at that particular time. And at, you yeah. know, probably at that teenage years. Yeah. You know, up to no good, probably just but vibing with that biology, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I tell was, you, man, when I first heard yeah. Space Age pimping, um, I was like, it was kind of different for that that time in hip hop, right? Because not really a lot of people were like doing that kind of uh experimentation in hip hop. And I was like, yo, this is dope. You know what I mean? Like it was it was really slow grinding and and the way that uh MJG starts off the track, it's just like you know, that the the draw, the southern draw he brings into it, it's so dope, man. So masterfully put together. And I think a lot of that influence, uh, Scotty, was with Swap House. Swap House was up and coming, up and coming label. Uh, they were trying to take over the South at the time, but there were just other juggernauts that are working behind the scenes they didn't see coming, you know, like, you know, uh, No Limit and, you know, Cash Money was, you know, kind of in their inner workings and kind of pushed Swap House to the side. But they still created Ball and G, and Ball and G is still a staple. That's why they're in this season because of their contributions to hip hop. And I couldn't get right. by season three without talking about Ball and G, man. So, um, right. and they kind of went on their solo projects, right? So, how did you feel about that when they went their separate ways for a little bit? So, do you feel like it was something that was needed, or they just wanted to kind of venture off, or what is your opinion about when they went on their solo projects? Well, basically, I I, I think they just wanted to see what what they could do apart from each other. Mm-hmm. But being sort of a sort of a purist, of course, I think they're better as a collective. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like, I dealt with the solo projects. I listened to a few of the songs and they, you know, it's okay, but yeah. I like them together as a collective personally. Yeah, and, and, and I would agree with that too. I, I think that um, oftentimes, you know, you saw the same thing with Outcast. we'll talk about in a couple of, couple of weeks down the road. Um, you know, you get to a certain point to where you want to do more experimentation. You feel like you're being kind of in a box and you want to break out the box and yeah, do something. Yeah. I get it. I understand that. But it's just certain groups that are just better when they're together. Um, you know, one example would be like the Wu-Tang Clan. Like Wu-Tang Clan are good when they do their own separate project. They can come back and, and produce some bangers. Ball and G, when them brothers are together. <laughs> it's unstoppable, man. It's unstoppable when they are together, man. And that's why I like... Uh, in our lifetime, when they drop in our lifetime, man, like May of '99, that song, we don't give a fuck, man. Like when you hear that song, bro. When you, Scotty, man, when you hear that song, that wow, wow, wow. You know what I mean? The way it come in, then that bass drops like underneath you. You like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they, we got some here, and it's just like, I, I mean, I don't want to say it bar for bar. That's not really what I like to do. I'm not a rapper, but man, when he says, "Here come the motherfucker, J.G." Pip type. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's on. It's on. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of my favorite songs, man. But it's just like, like you mentioned, when they're together, they're unstoppable. But then when they kind of go off on their own, they kind of lose their weight. Maybe they lose yeah. their identity. Maybe I'm not sure. But Ball and G, if y'all watch this, man, y'all brother need to stay together, man. Stay together, make music. It's better. It's better for the fans. It's it's better for everyone collectively. Um, and then you know, of course, they went on to do other other projects and things like that. Actually, Scotty, one of their most famous songs is um, "Stay Fly," the collaboration that they did with Three Six Mafia in the mid two thousands. That's their mm-hmm. highest charted song uh, that they have in their entire career. And you know, with with Three Six, awful. Uh, Memphis natives as well too, you know. What I'm saying putting Memphis on the map. That was big, man. Yeah, that, that was that big. Was, that was a big song. That that's a that huge song. I know. Yeah. It was, I know it's outside of time zone, you guys. I know that. 
but I'm trying to give you some backstory about why that song is so significant because that's their biggest single in their entire career and for 3-6 Mafia as well too. So we'll just throw that out there. But uh, but man, let's get back to Ball and G real quick, Scotty. So as I was going through and listening to some of the songs and thinking about uh, the time period, as you mentioned, uh, those formidable years, um, you know, what's one of the songs that you can listen to right now and it flashes you back to a certain time period uh, in your life. So what song that, you know what I mean? Like you can listen to like, I remember right when I was doing exactly what was going on when I was listening to this song, either in my ride or with my homeboys or just hanging out. Like what, what song does that for you? Well, I'm a, I'm going to keep it balling. G since we on balling G, you know, and I'm going to go with that. Uh, the, the app, the last, the one they did together, uh, 99. Okay. In our lifetime. Okay. Okay. In our lifetime. Okay. We started this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we started this shit. And we got finished this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. And like I said, back, you know, it had been a while since they had had to drop the album. Right. And you know, the buzz was, hey, man, Ballin' G got another album dropping out, coming out, you know. Boom. I'm riding with my partner. He had just picked me up, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I got that new Ballin' G, man. <laughs> And that was what he played. And I like to lost my mind, man. I like to lost my mind. Yeah, the beat was hard, man. MJG was back in rap form. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was happy when they did did that project, man, because it had been a while. Yeah, it had been about, shit, man, about four years. It's like a four-year kind of hiatus. Like They did the solo yeah. projects, and it, it didn't really hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, MJG did, uh, like, a... Like he did that girl was a single off of uh I think it was No More Glory, I think is what it was called. I did like a solo project called No More Glory in ninety seven, which was lukewarm-ish and you know, it kind of didn't stick. And then, you know, eight ball did lost, which was three discs. Come on, ball, like really, yeah. man. Three discs, but like, come on, man. Much, I know man. about the double disc, but three discs. Yeah, he did three of them. Too much, man. It's too much, dog. It's too much material. Too much film. But to see them, but to see them come back. To see them come back together, man, and like do in our lifetime. To to your point, man, like that was that was one that I remember listening to when I bought the CD, and I was like, damn, yeah, this is this is this is what it's supposed to sound like. That's that's the essence of Memphis right here. And I'm not from Memphis. I'm from Atlanta. Everybody knows that. But we talk about the essence of Memphis, Tennessee hip hop. That album is really what to me brought them back to the forefront. Even though they didn't go platinum with it, it it, it brought Ball and G back. To hip hop, uh, you know what I mean, and that's why there are there there's Southern legends for a reason, you know what I'm saying? That's why we doing an episode on Ball and G because they're legends, man. Like not only legends in Southern hip hop, but hip hop in general across you know all regions of right. hip hop. They're just legends, right. man. So, Scott, let me get your final thoughts, man. So, let me give you a question. Put it to you this way: So you go, you got young ones at, at the crib, you know, just like I do. So if you were to sit down with your young ones and give them an eight ball MJG lesson, right? What album do you pick out for them? And where do you start? Do you start with a single? Do you start with an album? Where do you start? You sit your young ones down and say, hey, hey, young ones, I want y'all to know about Ball and G. Where do you start? How do you start that conversation with them? Well, first off, I'm going to start it with a friend or foe. Mm. Life lessons. Anytime. Anytime I'm talking to my kids, I try to give them something that's going, they're going to remember for life lessons. Because yeah. I, I tell mine all the time, especially my sons, my daughters as well. Yeah. Man, it's hard out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. It's yeah. hard out here. It's real out here. Yeah. Nobody's giving you nothing. Yeah. 
And when you get a little piece of something, your people are gonna have their hands out and all this kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. You have to give them stuff like you gotta give them tangible information. Friend or foe, the title says it all. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Great, great song, great, great message. Um great exactly message. to your point, man. Like you gotta know who your friends and who your foes, and sometimes your damn friends are your foes. You don't even know it. Like it's just it's just crazy. And <laughs> and you talk about life lessons. I think it's a lot of life lessons in their music. They talk about the street life. Um, they talk about what they've been through, which you know, a lot of the rappers did in that same time too. But um yeah, Ball and yeah. G, they were talking about what's going on in Memphis, Tennessee. No one really had no idea what's going on in Memphis until you listen to them um you know talk about their tales and their stories and what's going on in their community you know what i'm saying and to me if you want my opinion you know about ball and g i think they're underrated as rappers um i think that they are undervalued i think in hip-hop uh, of what their creativity is and i really wish that uh one day in hip-hop uh if you guys are listening to me the hip-hop community give these brothers a flowers while they're here because they've done a lot for some of the hip-hop uh, and they have done and will continue to do more in the future on the entrepreneurial side too, developing young artists and young talent um, in the future as well too, man. So, Scotty, we gotta start wrapping things up, man. Like, brother, it's so good to see you, man. So good to have man, you on our here, season, man. man. But for everybody that's listening right now or watching, uh, season three is dedicated to the memory of George Floyd and all of the other ones that we have lost due to social injustice. So, for every episode for season three. We're going to be doing an eight-second moment of silence before we do our shout-out. So if you could bow your head for me, sir, give this man his, his due before we get going. Amen. Let that man's soul rest in yes. peace and all the other ones that we lost due to social injustice. Uh, so, Scotty, who are your shout-outs going to, my good sir? Who are your shout-outs this week, man? Man, my shout out is you right now, man. We, oh, we support shit. you, man. Thank you, brother. Cheers, I'm telling you, brother. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. You're doing big things, man. Doing big things. I'm not mad at all at you, man. You know, I, appreciate I see you drinking that yike back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, though, man. That, that's the message for the day, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you. You know I got mad love and respect for you and your family, all your kids. Um, shout out to Nancy. Uh, shout out to the kids. Shout out to Kim. Uh, shout out to Carlos. Shout out to all of my family in Dallas, Texas, man. I, and I don't say uh, my Army family. That is my family. They are, they're just like my damn family, man. So uh, shout out to all you guys. And Scotty, you included in that as well. I remember the first time I met you, man. We were kicking back, drinking hen dog that same day. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do it. We got to do that again next time I see you, man. So yeah. thank, you, brother. thank you, brother, for blessing our our, our platform this evening. Uh, thank my you, shout out, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. My shout out to Real Short. First off, I want to give a shout out to uh, the legend and memory of Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys. Uh, rest in peace, Prince Marky D, uh, a true hip hop pioneer. He will be truly missed. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my father-in-law, Pop. It's his birthday today. The day that you guys are watching this is March 9th. Uh, so shout out to Pop. Uh, happy birthday, man. Hope it's up for you. And the reason why March 9th, the reason why I chose March 9th 
um, to start season three was because of the, let me do my math real quick, the 24th year that we lost the Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls. Um, I wanted to start off on the right foot. Biggie Smalls is going to be our season headliner this year, uh, this season also. Uh, and hip-hop would not be where it is without the Notorious B.I.G., uh, I went back and watched the documentary yesterday, last night. Uh, I call, I got a story to tell, uh, featured on Netflix. Yeah, 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 I suggest yeah, yeah. you guys go and check that out. It's a really well put together documentary. Um, walks you through Biggie's life from uh, his upbringing in from you know his his mom in Jamaica and his roots to uh, to Bedside Brooklyn to stardom and then of course his demise. Um, so it's 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 a really really good documentary. I'm glad Puffy shout to you Puffy for re getting involved in that, being the executive producer for that. Um, a very good documentary, and I wanted to start season three off on the day that we lost to Notorious B.I.G. So uh, shout out to Notorious B.I.G. Shout out to all the other ones that we've lost in hip hop, and uh, that is all that we have this week, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening in. Next week we'll be featuring. The one of the fastest hip hop rappers of all time, Tongue Twister, aka Twister. We'll be talking about Twister next week, so you guys tune in for that. Uh, but for everybody, uh, thank you all for our, our followers, supporters, and listeners. Shout out to Scotty, shout out to his family, shout out to everybody listening in. We'll see you guys next week. All right, one double zero. Peace. Ciao.